Hi everyone, welcome to the Let Me Tell You Something podcast. It's your girl Wista. Welcome to the podcast. We talk about the shit that I want to talk about, not what you want to talk about, because we talk about what you want to talk about. You be here, but you're not fucking here. Wow, you guys. Um, if you're a new listener, welcome to the party. If you're an old school listener, part of the Wista gang, part of the Wista crew. If you just here to support, welcome back. If you think I'm talking shit about you, bitch, I probably fucking am. Cause this energy right now I got, this is very much Pluto energy. But you guys, let's go on straight to the life update. Um, wow. You guys, when I say 2024 has its fucking twist and turns, oh my god. First things first is happy Black History Month to all my niggas. Happy Black History Month to all the beautiful black people in the world. Happy happy, okay? Happy Black History Month to all my biracials too. Okay. You have black, you black bitch. Thank you. But mm, mm, let's talk about this life update because I know this is what y'all truly came for. I know I'm super hype only because honestly, what I'm about to tell you guys about, the only thing that is getting me through after what happened to me on February 2nd is fucking Kylie Jenner's baby daddy, Drake and Future. Yes, those three toxic ass niggas and their music is what's getting me through this shit. So I don't know if you guys know, but yes, I was laid off by my job on the second day of Black History Month, bitch. Yep, they laid off a black woman on Black History Month. They couldn't wait for April because let's not forget, March is Women's History Month. But you know what? They said, you know what? Your Negro ass needs to leave allegedly but I sense this shit was going to happen I think for me is I'm sad it happened but then I'm actually very happy that it happened because you guys already know I just got to the point where I was just fed up with this job oh I didn't tell you guys much about it but like I got fed up with it obviously we know last episode I was cussing out motherfuckers and I just intuitively felt something was like hmm what's the start prepping for you to leave I thought for myself I would have just left this place and go to somewhere else but them bitches got ahead of me and they said no bitch we're getting rid of you so I guess thank you for that but I think the thing is follow your intuition I can say once I got this job shit just started turning left like my iPad broke I got my fucking first parking ticket shit was just not making sense I was making little amateur ass mistakes during the workday. I was dealing with microaggressions I was dealing with motherfuckers trying to fucking um doubt my work I was just dealing with so much bullshit to the point where I was like what the fuck is this and then allegedly I had found out that um this role was filled by black women at least like two times so one of the women who's my friend she actually asked for a department switch but the girl before me before her actually got laid off so I was the second person to get laid off and they're like yes you know we lost business it's not because of your personality or even your um work ethic it's because we lost business and your role was one of the roles affected by it and that um we tried to find a role to fit you and we didn't have any roles that fit to what you do and then they're like yes your manager knows and and some of the lead of the council know but I already knew I was getting laid off by this one bitch who I can't fucking stand fuck you bitch I think you're fucking ignorant as hell and fucking <laughs> prejudice fuck you ho but right then and there I realized I was like yeah it, the minute she declined my out of office I was like okay bitch get ready but the crazy thing is when the like managing director had like emailed me she was like yeah I didn't see you at the party I see you in the office mind you if you go on my tiktok look at the tiktok I had before the one I recently posted I was supposed to be fired that day that day there was actually company party for our sector in that business 
And the crazy thing is, like, people are like, oh, you got to come, you got to come. But something told me, Wista, don't go to that fucking party. Imagine I went to that party and some of these motherfuckers knew I was getting fired on that Friday. Sitting down with the fucking ops. What the fuck? The fuck out of my face, bitch. Fuck y'all. I'm glad I didn't go to that fucking party. What the fuck? But it's, I think the crazy thing is, is, like, when I got that message from, like, the managing director, I was like, girl... I was like, yep, you're going to lay me off. I was like, thank God I was doing interviews two months into the job. Thank God I was doing interviews. Thank God. But I think for me, I checked the invite. I was like, okay, HR's on it. I texted my friends. I was like, bitch, I'm getting laid off. When I get into the call, like usually if you work with me, my Zoom background is always either like Beyonce or it's like um a nice weather thing. I like to cover my background. I need y'all looking what the fuck is in my house. So she's like, oh my God, this is so calming, like this and that. And she's like, but now we have to talk about something very important. And I looked at her, I was like, I'm not gonna say her name, but I was like, sis, I know what this is. Let's just get this done with so I can move on with my life and everybody else can move on with theirs. And then they explained the whole thing. And I was just like, you know what? It's life. Things like this happen. Can't do anything about it. This is the the way y'all wanna step through. That's what it is. I think for me, I just had regrets to the point where I was like, Mm. I was like, damn, I wasted fucking three months, three to four months here. I could have stayed at my old job, probably gotten a promotion. You know what I mean? I literally was like, bro, what what would have happened if I stayed at my old fucking job? What the fuck? And I feel like this is what I tell people, especially in like this um economy and even when it comes to like this job market, definitely listen to the red flags. So even with this, I had a job interview where like we had to meet on teams. And literally, the whole system was not working. Like, it took 30 minutes. The interview was 30 minutes late because their system was not working. Right then and there, I was like, okay, yeah, this is not it. I'm not getting this job. And guess what? I got a rejection letter, so I'm not even surprised. So I'm going to keep saying this. Go by the vibes. Go by how you feel and go by how what it is. Because when I initially applied for that company, I applied for a different role. But I guess that specific team did not want to heighten up the level because of my experience they're like oh no she's too experienced we don't want to like promote it in this and that so they put me in a different department so all i'm going to say is if it doesn't align with what you want don't go for it simply what it is i feel like specifically that job just showed me certain things i won't tolerate but it also showed me hey girl yes you got the promotion you got the pay raise but this does not align to what you truly want to do. And we got to get you out of here. And even with the left fuck that, like, I was doing microaggressions. I was doing motherfuckers being uptight and nitwitty. I'm like, do y'all, this is all y'all care about? This is your life? You don't got no life outside of work? Like, what the fuck? Like, ugh. But it is what it is. And even with the fact, like, I only t- um messaged, like, two people. And they were both black. And I gave them my numbers. I was like, girl, catch up with you. Do what you got to do and let me know how the fuck shit happens and the sad thing is it's like you just never really know the true reasonings to why but i feel like for a certain extent i feel like it was planned out and plotted because it's really suspicious to me how like y'all got three black women have been in this position and they've all got either gotten switched or laid off that means there's an issue within your team that's what it is and especially if the supervisor the supervisor or like the head supervisor who involved and works with those people somehow seems to be protected every single time that's very suspicious and that shows some type of favoritism but you know what i wish the best for the people i like there that are still working there i hope they do amazing things i know they're gonna do amazing things but bitch i gotta take my talent somewhere else and maybe this just will be enough time for me to just like focus on the podcast focus on my tiktok focus on my artists because honestly i do need that rest but damn man when i tell you 
it is so crazy. And I had to really sit down and be like, you know what? I still have to be grateful and be happy because I still had a job during that certain time because I have friends who were laid off and they still haven't gotten anything. And they were like laid off in like the summertime. But I had to like sit down and be like, damn, like think about it for a second. Like, wow. And the crazy thing is I told you guys, Pluto and Aquarius. Didn't I tell you guys I got Pluto and Aquarius in my 10th house? What has to do with my career, my self-image, my reputation? Bitch, tell me how that shit went in to fucking that shit happened on what fucking january 20th and you're telling me two weeks after that shit went into fucking transit that's when i got laid off and then my friend who's also another scorpio she got laid off the week before that oh my god i don't know what the hell is going on like i'm still grateful because i do live at home i don't have a car note there's like certain things i'm like okay yes you don't have these things but you know what <laughs> be grateful because think about other people's shoes and i literally had to sit in other people's shoes i'm like bro imagine like the people who got like kids and like a mortgage and family like this is just fucking tragic and it's so sad that's why sometimes when i see people who are like oh yeah i've been at this company for like nine plus years i'm like girl you that loyal because uh-uh don't get comfortable around me, bitch. Uh-uh. I'll switch up when it comes to these damn fucking companies. I ain't gonna switch up on friends, but when it comes to these fucking companies, I'm switching up on y'all because look what y'all did. Like, and I had to think about it too because I think I talked about like my intuition, but I had a conversation with my manager back in like fucking November, close to like December. And he was like, yeah, you know, there's been silent layoffs and everything like that. He's like, yeah, so-and-so is gunning for me, but I don't think she's gonna gun for you but like they're probably gonna get rid of me instead of you because you're junior staff and i said right then and there i was like hmm mine to said what's the apply for jobs apply for jobs because the way this man's talking you can't trust this motherfucker and i'll say this uh-uh and my manager was actually a person of color but he's not a black man so even with that i was like mm, i can't trust your ass uh-uh i'm sorry i can't trust you something's not sitting right with me and just the way he said that i was like yeah can't trust you so i'm gonna keep doing me and keep my distance but still it is what it is it happened yeah i guess i'm fun employed but hey you know what I got creative endeavors. You never know what's going to happen. Maybe this will be a shift in my life, my career. I don't know. I, I don't know, man. Maybe I'll see me on Good Morning America. Maybe I'll be presenting something. I don't know what's going to happen in my life, but it's like, it's just so weird. And I think also I was supposed to record this podcast after I like I got laid off. I was like, bro, I am too emotional for this shit. I'm gonna cry and break down because I did break down on like the next day in my car. And I was just like, what the fuck am I doing? You know how they say like, oh, God gives us like strongest soldiers. Like he gives us strongest soldiers, like the strongest shit. I'm like, I'm thinking to myself is universe. God, I did not ask to be part of this battle. I did not align to this. Like I didn't listen myself into this battle. So I don't know why you gave me this shit, but you know what? I'm in the thick of it right now. I know it's weird. I don't know what like I don't even know what to say anymore but I feel like I had a conversation with my cousin I was like girl I'm in the thick of it and I know the light of the tunnel is there it's just when you're going through it you just can't see the end of the tunnel you can't see the progress because it's not visualized to you because you're thinking of other things that are going on so I'm gonna say this if you're currently going through like something bad I'm telling you right now I'm going through it too 
we're gonna get through it i'm telling you we're gonna get through it you have a support system i support you even if i've never spoken to you even if you wouldn't been listening to this podcast for a little bit if you listen for a long time if this is your first time listening i truly believe you are going to get through whatever you're going through whatever situation and then when you think about it later in the future you're just gonna laugh it off and be like damn i was stressing for no reason because everything worked out in my fucking favor and I will say this, follow your intuition, because while I was applying for jobs before even this whole like laid off situation happened, something was like, girl, use all your fucking FSA dollars. So I'm telling you guys right now, if you have like a, fl- a flexible spending account, like through basically like where you can pay for like your co-pays and everything like that, don't wait till the end of the year to use it. Use it now because you just never know. It's the fact that I got sick from this fucking place. My iPad broke. Everything was just getting fucked up. But I made sure to use them damn fucking FSA dollars. I bought so many things. I bought like so many like toiletry needs, medicine. I even bought a couple pair of glasses with them damn FSA dollars. And then the fucking community benefits. When the minute they told me, oh, we're like taking you to your role. But also the audacity for them to say, oh, you can still work if you want to or not. Like, girl, you just said I'm not an employee anymore. You think I'm going to fucking work for the rest of the fucking day? Hell no. The minute I got off the freaking like Zoom call with HR, I immediately like bought all of my fucking commuter tickets. I was like, you know what? I have like those commuter benefits. I'm using this all because once this is done, because I have benefits still till the end of the month, aka February, I was like, once this shit is done, I gotta make sure. So I purchased all of the fucking train tickets I could take in the fucking city. I said, uh uh-uh, uh, bitch, y'all not about to get me. I'm fucking draining all this shit out for y'all because I'm not fucking with this shit, and then I deleted everything on this damn computer, I even deleted some shared files I shared with the fucking manager, I was like, bro, you gonna have to do that shit yourself, because, uh, we don't do that, I didn't even send him certain things, I was like, fuck you, Mm-mm. goodbye, good riddance, but you know what, it is what it is, let's move on to the next topic, because I don't even want to talk about my life update, and honestly, if you're from my former workplace, and you're just trying to be here to be nosy, bitch, Pluto energy gonna come for you, I'm a Scorpio bitch, don't fuck with me, and I'm Haitian, don't fuck with me, bitch. And I know, so, oh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. I said, and I'm Haitian. I know a couple Jamaicans. I know a couple Africans. And I know a fuck, um, some folks in the South, okay? Don't let me come through with that voodoo, that hoodoo, and that juju, caca. And I'm just saying that that's all like a joke. Okay, Emily, thank you. <laughs> but let's get on to these topics, you guys. I feel like the rest of this episode is just gonna be about the Grammys because what the hell is going on with the Grammys, bro? When I tell you the amount of fucking times they have shown like Taylor Swift's fucking face throughout that whole fucking show, I was like, bro, this, like, I don't need to see this bitch's face. Can we please focus on the winners? First things first is congratulations Miley Cyrus for winning her first Grammy. Congratulations for Victoria Monet for winning a Grammy. Congratulations to SZA for winning a Grammy. Congratulations to Killer Mike for winning a Grammy. Congratulations to all the POCs and the black folks and some of these white people who won a Grammy. Like, I'm proud of y'all. I really am happy for y'all um congratulations to jay-z for winning that dr dre award although i will say this when he did his whole speech i was like yeah support your wife support your wife but you know damn well that speech you gave jay-z yes we know that beyonce won all them awards and she still hasn't won album of the year but you know damn well them voters are not going to give her that fucking shit sadly after you doing that speech oh that even fucked it up even more but i have to say this I know Tylo won the like um the new award that was for specifically for African artists like Afro Beats and Ala Piano. Happy for her. I love that for her. I still think to a certain extent when it comes to this Grammy committee, and I know I'm like jumping off of topics, I really feel like 
people within their genre should be the only ones voting because you're telling me that Burna Boy or even like Ira Star didn't win but water one and i know water was all over the place because of tiktok but who's specifically voting for that sector who specifically is voting for that sector because i wouldn't want a country singer to vote for an afrobeat like winner i just wouldn't make sense to me even when it comes to like the hip-hop section i wouldn't want anyone who hasn't produced a hip-hop song anyone who has not been within the culture to vote who won because that's how we ended up with that situation when Macklemore won over Kendrick Lamar that's certain things like that I feel like when it comes to the whole Grammy committee and I know I have I, have, I know a couple of people who are part of that committee what are my artists my artist Sam Tracks he's part of that committee he even says the same shit I feel like they need to do like certain like renewals or even like testing every like I don't know every year just to make sure you don't have any biases because if you're telling me there are people who say they strictly would not vote for Beyonce because she wins too much that's a problem but you got motherfuckers like taylor swift and hold on hold on because i got i got a couple friends who are swifties girl i am not saying taylor ain't got no bops trust me bad blood especially right now what i'm going through is my fucking song but i do think for the fact that like she went that shit four times and you're telling me fucking um lemonade didn't win one does that make sense that doesn't make sense or even the self-titled Beyonce album didn't win a fucking Grammy for album of the year. That does not make fucking sense. It just doesn't. And then also, whoever's running the Grammys um X page, y'all messy as fuck what y'all did to Nikki. And I know Nikki's going through some shit, but y'all did not need to give this woman this heart attack for a certain second saying that her and Ice Spice won a Grammy. And they're like, hold up. <laughs> we put little Steve Harvey. Wait, it was Killer Mike who won. Like, I don't know and I think a lot of people are like predicting that hey maybe Nikki didn't win because of her whole situation with Megan but I feel like Nikki ready like severed ties with the Grammys especially when she did that whole debacle where she was dressed up like the Catholic Church and everything like that because they even told her straight up girl don't do it don't do it and I'm all for a creative like expression but girl when it comes to the Grammys and you know you always wanted to win a Grammy Right then and there, you should just listen and call it a day. Okay, now we're done with that. Let's talk about Miss Taylor Swift. Taylor, I'm mad at you. How are you going to disrespect the Haitian queen herself, Miss Celine Dion? You don't step in front of a legend like that, bitch. Yes, I got to come for you because your PR came and saved you after that. You know Miss Celine is going through some health issues. That's a whole fucking legend. Not only does Celine speak English, but Celine speaks some French too. Because guess what? She's French-Canadian. Okay, Um, real ones know. If you are a real Celine D um, Dion fan, you listen to French Celine Dion, not English, French Celine Dion, okay? But it's the fact that this woman literally stood on stage pre to present this award to you. You pop up with Lana Del Rey, um, Jack Antonoff, which Jack, I will say this, you a good producer. I still can't get over the fact that you dated Lena Dunham. <clears throat> that shows me your taste. Anybody who's messed with Lena Dunham, I know you, you, mm, I don't know if you take your showers, allegedly, but Taylor, I know you do the whole girl gang thing. I'm happy for that. I love that. I, I love that you're a girl's girl, but for you to bring Lana Del Rey on stage when she was also going up for that nomination and you could see in Lana's face, I think Lana's a cancer. It's the fact that, and I know Taylor, you're a Sagittarius. Y'all, y'all got crackhead energy, but it's just different. It's the fact you got Lana on stage dressed in all black looking like the fucking what is her name looking like Winona Ryder in fucking Beetlejuice when she had like the bride's dress on 
looking all sad that she has to be on stage with you and she didn't win this award she didn't win shit that night i would not be happy about that it looked very sad to see that but i get it it's your moment to shine and you were shook up trying to act all shook girl we already knew you was gonna win that shit the only thing i'm gonna say is taylor winning that award imagine the kansas city chiefs don't win the super bowl mm. imagine if the kansas city chiefs don't win the super bowl what is going to happen oh my god you know what i just want to say this so like at my old workplace the way basically the place that lead me off they do like this thing where they like do betting thank god i didn't bet that shit because guess what i probably would have not even gotten my money oh thank god but um imagine the kansas city chiefs don't win that shit that's gonna be crazy and also i just want to make sure that during like the super bowl can we just talk about usher i don't want to hear anything about taylor during the halftime show it's not no okay i don't want to hear nothing about that i want to hear trading places i want to hear yeah i want to hear movie mountains okay i want chili to come out i yep i want alicia keys to come out for my boo i want uh, that's what i want i don't want to see nothing about miss t swizzle okay i don't want to see you taylor I i'll gladly see you when they're like doing the snippets where they show the celebrities but i don't want to see you and i don't want to see you swag surfing yes i don't want to see you swag surfing but i'll say this that karma song girl that's my shit that, that karma song that's my shit though and bad blood is my shit especially for right now but i guess congratulations taylor so if you won something else again i guess that's great for you woo love that for you yay girl power but i will say this um we know this i say this all the time every grammy whoever wins best new artist oh there's like a curse to it i have to say it. there's like a best new artist curse and it's only been a few people who have been able to beat that best new artist curse and that is dua lipa and billy eilish although the thing is this is where you use that time for you to gain that new audience and maintain it and i think a lot of people are mad at me because i said victoria monet is at her peak and when i say that victoria monet is at her peak i am talking about commercial wise she's at her peak commercially right now so what i'm saying is her team needs to use this moment to monetize as much as they can from this best new artist win although she is not a new artist she's been in the game for so many times but this is her as a new artist within the mainstream media and i'm gonna say this this is her peak this is the time where she needs to start building a larger fan base or expanding that fan base so when the peak goes down she has her own crew her own clique that is the main purpose because i feel like some people they think oh my god well you're saying he's at her peak i'm saying she's at her mainstream peak right now she's still gonna be running for ariana grande she still has like the ariana grande fan base you see how like ariana gave her a shout out she needs to use that that moment right now to also grab them ariana grande fans so they can like expand her fan base so then she can be selling out stadiums selling out arenas that's what i'm trying to say because my friend was like oh no she's not she's not i passed her peak i'm like um look at dua lipa look at billy eilish we don't be seeing them like that because guess what they hit their commercial peak and then they built their fan base so now if you're not following them as an artist if you're not genuinely following them you're not gonna really hear much unless they're on the barbie fucking soundtrack or if they're on a soundtrack for a film so think about that please oh 
but I'm happy for her. I think this is an amazing opportunity. I'm happy that her child got to have that moment too, being like the youngest nominated person for a Grammy. I love that for Hazel. So cute. But I will say this, Victoria, you need to be careful because now that you won, I know a scandal's about to pop off. And let's not forget last episode, I said, go on Lipstick Out, you're going to find a few things. Victoria, I see a scandal happening and girl, I want you to talk to your PR and get that shit together. But either way, congratulations to Victoria Monet. SZA, you won. I'm so happy for you too. Love that. Love when a Scorpio wins. Um, Let's talk about Travis Scott and his performance. I will say this. Yes, it was very low vibrational. But what I was going through, I was like, you know what? <laughs> hmm. Kylie, your baby daddy, the music not bad. The music not bad. The thing is, he had like the whole like Heisman fucking football player outfit on and they were like um breaking steel chairs i was like what kind of bootleg wwe shit is this i see what you guys are trying to do but it don't make no sense but the music is still good fantasia did an amazing job um doing the tribute for tina turner it makes sense i can't wait till they have her do one for like patty labelle and when i say doing a tribute the person can still be alive because i feel like sometimes when y'all hear tributes y'all thinking oh that person gotta be dead no you can do a tribute for somebody and that person can be alive Let's not forget when Fantasia did that tribute for Patti LaBelle back in like 2008 where she sung Lady Marmalade and Patti was literally patting her hands and that literally became a meme. It's on the internet. Trust me, she killed that. But what else? What else fucking happened on the show? Killer Mike getting arrested for a warrant? Like, mm, shaking my head. I can't stand the hip hop police. Mm, Kaka's. But either way, he still won an award. I think that's very nice to see that, like, Killer Mike winning, Andre 3000 winning something, too, with him. I just love that for him. I love Killer Mike's music. Yes, as a Nicki fan, I was sad that Nicki ain't win nothing. But you know what? This is what happens for your face sometimes. I feel like just some people are just not meant to get Grammys. Doesn't mean that you're not a good artist. Just because you don't have a Grammy doesn't mean you're not a good artist. And then also seeing um the fact that Little Dirk won for all my life. That made sense. That fucking All My Life song has been playing all over the point. Well, I got cousins in Haiti that be singing All My Life. They be trying to bring me down. I'm looking at them like, what the fuck? <laughs> How you know this shit? And I just want to say one part that like always gets me shook is when they do the tributes for like the folks who like passed away within the industry. I didn't realize they were also giving shout outs to executives. Because I was like, well, damn, y'all out here shouting out the executives too, but y'all be talking shit about the executives, about y'all masters. Mm. But it's crazy to see like the people who had passed away because it's like, damn, like this person passed away in 2023, like this person passed away too. So it's definitely interesting to see these tributes, even when it was like Tony Bennett um, doing the tribute with like, well, the Tony Bennett tribute being done by Stevie Wonder, which I'm surprised that Lady Gaga was involved in that because, you know, like Lady Gaga and Tony Bennett has done a couple like shows together. But hey, still amazing. John Batiste and his tribute. That was amazing too. John Batiste is very talented. Um, that's all I can say. And I'm glad that he won album of the year for that year that he won. So good for him what else hmm i don't know what's gonna happen to the grammys the only thing is when it comes to that burner boy brandy and 21 savage performance i think it was good it was definitely interesting to see how shit played out i will say this i was expecting a little bit more just because it's a burner boy performance but i was like okay okay i see y'all black artists going ham for the grammys Where's this energy for the BET Awards? Hmm. Where's this energy for the Soul Train Awards? Hmm. And I know like y'all are like, oh, what's this? The budget? The budget? Okay, so what? You can still do something with Please. Some of y'all be having low budget weddings and that should be looking like a five-star fucking thing. Please. Stop it. But still, I feel like 
I, I think I was expecting more from that performance just because I've seen like the Burner Boy concerts and all that. But I will say this. I loved Brandy. Brandy looked amazing. 21 Savage um, stage presence just isn't for him. Like you already know what you're getting when it comes to him like being on stage. But either way, I loved it. Enjoyed it. We'll see what happens. I'm happy for Miley. Miley's performance was cute. Like I was like, okay, you're giving me drunk white girl at the karaoke bar. But you know, what? I'm happy for you, bitch. You finally got your fucking Grammy. I love that. Although I feel like the hair ages her a little bit. But you know what? Do what you got to do, boo. But I feel like the Grammys just is lackluster. I don't know what it is. I feel like a lot of award shows are just lackluster. And it's the fact that also, too, is a lot of like the very much black categories were announced earlier. So it's like, oh, happy Black History Month. But y'all niggas are not going to be on stage like that. Hmm. Interesting. It was like, y'all niggas are not going to be on stage like that. We're not going to let you have that moment to shine. So that's all I have to say about the Grammys. I guess we're going to probably end this episode soon. But you guys, wow. It's crazy how like life can really turn around and like switch up on you, bro. And I like, wow, 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 mm. wow. But you guys, I love you all. I am wishing the best for us all, even when it comes to this year. I feel like this year has definitely been a little bit rocky, a little bit sturdy. Let's not forget the elections is this year. We know Trump got his whole situation going on. And then we also found out that one of the like prosecutors, and one of like the head of like judges was actually like messing around with each other, but they didn't tamper the evidence and Trump was trying to use that to distract us from that whole situation. Ma'am, ma'am, I know you want to get some Zozo. I get it. I get it. He, he, he old, you an older woman, he an older man. I'm not going to lie. I probably let him get some too for me too. But ma'am, let's not shit where we eat. Please. Can we not shit where we eat? Let that be after hours, okay? You could have kept that boo-boo not reclusive until after this court case was done, but I get it. But still, I'm guessing they're saying that they had an affair, which, hmm, I don't support that. I don't support those type of antics. I don't. I don't support that, but hey, in the end, how you got them is how you gonna lose them. Ah, shit. You know what, you guys? Hold on. I ain't done yet. I ain't done yet because I talked about the Grammys, but I ain't forget about you, fucking Tyrese. Tyrese. On Black History Month, for you to have the audacity saying that you wish you were not black, you wish you was Latino, I was thinking to myself, is, are you saying you wish you was Afro-Latino? But are you saying you just wish you was Latino in general, saying that their community is better and that they work together? I just want to say this, Tyrese, you do realize that within the Latinx community, they be beefing with each other too. I just want to let you know that. They be beefing with each other. It's just not publicized that much. That's it. They be beefing with each other. As an Afro-Latina myself, they be beefing with each other. Panamanians be beefing with Dominicans. Dominicans be beefing with Puerto Ricans. What are you talking about? Ecuadorians be beefing with Guatemalans. They be beefing. You just don't be paying attention to it. And also, too, is you're not part of that world like that. So that's it. Like, they be beefing. So the fact that you have to say that, especially during Black History Month, like, nigga, oh, my God, waste of fucking... Ugh. Wasted some good looks, child. Wasted some fucking good looks. Mm. You know what? Any woman that still want to deal with Tyrese, I hope you're just doing it for the money. <laughs> I have to say that. Because the way this man be tweaking out, like, I really hope you get in therapy, sir. Like, you need to go get some therapy. I don't know what happened or what is going on within that noggin. But, sir, I need you to go see a therapist. Please. License MD. 
please, somebody with a fucking psychology degree need to go see Tyrese. And then also, the more antics, I feel like, bro, I feel like, I say this all the fucking time, every single fucking Black History Month be fucking extreme. I know it's fucking Aquarius energy and half of Pisces energy, but still, there's always some shit happening. Oh my God. And it's the fact that now, niggas, now y'all know how us Black women feel when they be saying shit like, oh, they're not calling it box braids. They're called boxer braids. So now they're saying that the fade that, you know, y'all niggas let it get done at the barbershop. Mm, I love me a nice little fade too. Okay. They're saying they're calling it the Travis Kelsey. So basically y'all hyped up this man. Y'all put him in the culture. He went on to date Taylor Swift. And now they're saying that that haircut that y'all be wearing all the time, getting y'all waves done and everything, that fresh cut. They're calling it the Travis Kelsey. That means you gonna walk into your barbershop and be like, yo, give me that Travis Kelsey. I'd be pissed off to be a black barber and have a nigga come into the store and tell me, oh, let me get that Travis Kelsey. Really? How does man gentrify this shit? Even Paul Wall had that fucking haircut before his ass. What the fuck? Oh my God. I'm so over this. I can't wait for the NFL season to be done. Please, can the Super Bowl be done already? Like, I really missed the Super Bowl when it was fucking Tom Brady around. But let me just end this right here, you guys. Thank you so much for listening to Let Me Tell You Some Podcast. It's your girl, Wista. You can find this podcast on Spotify, Apple, Google Play. Wherever you found this podcast is where you got to follow it. You can follow me on Instagram at it's Wista, I-T-S-W-I-S-T-A. You can also follow me on Instagram at Words with Wista. You can follow this podcast on X. I don't really use my X account on the fucking podcast sector, but my personal one i use that but you don't need to follow me on there because you know you might see some porn on there and you know i need all my business thank you but you know if you if you want to check my search section just know it's all gonna be a thick a thick black girl okay it's gonna be a thick black girl or a girl with a gut and a butt but either way you guys i hope you guys have an amazing day amazing week like i said if you're going through something i'm telling you you gonna make it through it we are in this together like high school musical said we're all in this together okay and we can see it and we can see our dreams come true and i'm gonna go now and i'm probably gonna go watch a movie and i don't know maybe i'll give y'all another episode in like two days because bitch what really am i gonna be doing other than working out (laughs) interviewing for jobs and sleeping and eating and maybe going out and having a little fun so i might as well be pushing out more content for y'all but you guys have a great one love you all bye